This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in to the Bonfire Podcast. Once again, in case you can't tell, my nose is a little stuffed up right now. The Dallas Metroplex, North Texas, really, has been struggling with all sorts of pollen, unnatural weather patterns for this time of year. Uh, the joke is, yes, Texas can be warm in the winter, frequently in the 80s, sometimes even into the 90s, but... Not to my recollection, this much back and forth, where one Friday we have ice and sleet, and it's 20 degrees, but feels like it's in the teens, and then five days later, we have weather in the 70s, huge winds from the south, obviously that's where the heat's coming from, and with that, all of the mountain cedar, the pollen, and all the trash that our sinuses just love, you know. Then we're back to some cold weather, so the winds are constantly changing, and bringing with it such different forms of irritants that your body can't really adapt yet. And so people like me, unfortunately, suffer sneezing, coughing, stuffy nose, and runny at the same time. It's the weirdest freaking thing. But enough of that. You're here for the good stuff, as you always are, I hope. The first thing I want to talk about is a documentary review. And I noticed this on Netflix the other day, so I highly recommend those of you who do have Netflix, go check it out. It's called Minimalism, a documentary about the important things. So let me go ahead and play the trailer first, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. We spend so much time on the hunt, but nothing ever quite does it for us. And we get so wrapped up in the hunt that it kind of makes us miserable. Black Friday shopping mania is still playing out tonight at malls across America. High hopes of saving some big bucks on those holiday gifts. In some cases, it did turn violent. We've, as a culture, have lost our minds. There's no question that what it means to have achieved the American dream has increased tremendously in material terms. This is not something that just happened yesterday. This is something that has been sold to us over the past hundred years by those that want to make a whole lot of money. Now that's what I call a good-looking car. You have this thing that you were obsessed about, but then the new version comes out, and now you no longer care about the one you have. In fact, the one you have is a source of dissatisfaction. People are beginning to recognize that they have maybe been tricked. There is no out until you become aware. You're not going to get happier by consuming more. Ready? I was born ready. There's nothing wrong with consumption. The problem is compulsory consumption. We're tired of it. We're tired of acquiring things because that's what we're supposed to do. When I heard about minimalism, it wasn't about just getting rid of my stuff. It was about taking control of my life and stop being told what to do and actually deciding what I wanted to do. 
When I first started reducing the number of things in my life, I found out that I had 51 things in the entire world. We've probably sold or donated at least 90% of our stuff. As I started to move that stuff out, I was able to finally realize what I had sacrificed. I don't know what the most common three words are in American homes. I don't know if it's, I love you, or if it's, I want that. This same thing that's not making us happy is also causing the degradation of our habitat. We're going to have to give up a lot. The secret is that a lot of that we're not actually going to miss. What I found with minimalism is it's a way of saying, let's stop the madness. When you recognize that this life is yours, and that it is your one and only, and when that seeps directly in your bones, and you recognize that this is it, everything changes. Minimalism, a documentary about the important things. So, I recommend everybody watch it just because it's a good thinking documentary. It just makes you think. Do I agree with everything they said in the documentary? No. I think there are a few unsavory characters in the documentary. People I don't necessarily agree with. I mean, not just on this topic, but on a variety of other things. They're actually well-known people. Uh, I'm not going to say who they are because it doesn't matter. We're here to talk about this documentary and the positions that they put forward. So minimalism about not just getting rid of stuff. Because there are some minimalists who do that, who say, hey, let me just get rid of most of my stuff. And there are others who say, well, wait, let's ask the question for everything that we buy. Like one of the uh, stars of this documentary and the people who helped make it, he said, it's not about getting rid of things. Consumerism is fine, but compulsive consumerism is the problem. So he says in the documentary, you know... Ask yourself, what value is this item, this thing, bringing to me? So if you're someone like me, who's building up a library of books and DVDs, I place value in those things. So I'm not going to get rid of them because of the knowledge, the entertainment, the cultural value that I place on those items. I say, yes, I'm going to keep these. But the other day, what did I do? I went through my closet, actually before I saw this documentary, and I got rid of a lot of clothes. I thought, do I really need these these things? When was the last time I wore this thing, this shirt, these pants, that jacket? And I got rid of three trash bags worth of stuff. I mean, it, I could have shoved it all into one, to be fair, but that would have been too heavy, and it probably would have torn the bag. So I split it out into three different ones so that, you know, the people at the charity could easily handle the clothes I was giving them. You know? So, a decent amount. I was able to clean up my room a little bit, and I felt better. I said, okay, I gave these clothes to charity, people who need them. I don't. I have enough. I really do. That forced me to go through the stuff that I have and think, okay, well, here's what I need. I could probably get rid of even more, and I'll probably do that, you know, later in the year when it warms up and I'm able to put away my winter clothes and go back through my summer stuff and think, all right, well, how many shorts do I need? Short sleeve shirts, whatever. Who knows? You figure it out. There are some people in this documentary who got rid of practically everything. And one of the guys, he says, yeah, I think I own 51 things now. That's pretty crazy. That is insane. <laughs> but it works for him. All right, go for it. He wants to travel the world, and he's doing that. He says he just rents places for weeks or months at a time and then just moves to the next place. Great. Good for you. Have fun with that. So I took from this documentary my own little nugget of information that I think, you know what, I could be more discerning in the things that I buy in my life. 
and ask myself, what value is this going to bring to me? If I buy some Chotsky, some random piece of crap from out of town, and I think, oh, this would just be a great souvenir. I need, well, what value is this bringing to me? If it's a magnet, okay, I can kind of use that on the chalkboard that I have at home to put things up on the chalkboard because it's a magnetic one as well. Or I could put it on the fridge and put more things that I need to remember, notes, funny pictures. That does serve some purpose, okay? It'd be a magnet. I can say, okay, that reminds me of that place I went to, and it's serving a purpose. But a random, you know, stupid souvenir that you find at your local or big box brand kind of store, it's cheesy. You think, ah, you know what? Nah, I don't need that. I'm going to save my money. And next thing you know, you just have years of all this crap saved up. And you think, well, now I have to go through all this again. Oh, this has such good memories. I'll think I'll hold on to this once again. All right. Well, to each his own, ask yourself, I would say, ask yourself, what value does anything bring to me? Look at that item, those clothes, whatever you have, and think, how much value am I actually getting from that? Because like they say, yeah, you do feel better when you just have less stuff in your life. We're not compelled to go buy all sorts of crap. And there is a lot of crap out there, okay? But there are some useful things as well that we need. And that is the beauty of our economy. The a cap, the capitalism gives us things that we need at a more affordable price. And now more people can afford them. So for one guy here, here in the trailer that you heard, to say, oh, this has been happening to us for 100 years just so people could make a lot of money. All right. Shut up. No. Did they make money? Yes. Was that their motivation? Probably. But that is not the only thing that came out in the past hundred years. You know, the big companies lining their pockets. No. What did we get out of it? We got something called an exchange. We got the stuff that we bought. Some of it was crap. But hey, no one forced us to buy it. We just went and did it ourselves. All right, buddy? Can't stand it when people just say like, oh... Companies just want profit, and that's all there is. No, it's a two-way street. We gave them the money that's lining their pockets, okay? And it's their money now. They can do whatever the hell they want with it because we bought their stuff. If you don't want to line their pockets, don't buy their stuff. It's that simple. I felt like there were a number of people in this documentary kind of painting vaguely CEOs and capitalism as, oh, they're just greedy. They just want money. They're just giving us crap. Okay, well... They can make all the crap they want, but if we don't buy it, they will stop making it because they will realize it's a waste of their time and money, and they'll refocus their efforts on something else. Okay? It's an exchange. If you quit buying their crap, they'll quit making it. So, those are just my two cents. Minimalism. A documentary about the important things. And that's what I take from it. Figuring out in my life, hmm, what value does this bring to me? And if it doesn't bring me value... I should get rid of it. And so should you. Focus on the people and the experiences in your life. Not how much stuff can you get. 
Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 